0: Hello, it is Christina Nicholson from Media Maven again. Last week, I walked you through my brand new flywheel and it was all about content. So this week, I'm going to explain where I get the ideas for the content I create and how I create it. Before the flywheel, I would record a podcast on whatever I wanted. And then I just did the same thing on my newsletter. There was no reason I was covering a certain topic at a certain time. It was just like whatever I felt like talking about or whatever I felt like writing about at the time. And I'll still choose my podcast episodes based on that, but I'll be more organized and well thought out now because I've created a system. Now quickly, I wanna shout out Katie Stoller. She's a former PR agency gal and founder of the Influencer Insider Guide. And she recently shared a tip that I included in my last newsletter on her LinkedIn page, and she tagged me. And because of that, I was able to connect with people who commented, and I'm just very grateful for the public love. If you are not new here, you know that I always talk about the importance of tagging a journalist if you're ever featured in media coverage. Well, Katie was not featured in media coverage, but she took something that I shared and gave me public props with the tag, and I'm just very grateful for that. So thank you very much, Katie. It does not go unnoticed, and I appreciate it. Okay. Let's get back to how I decide what kind of content to create. The first thing I focus on is the topic. Topic is number one. People like to use content buckets like educational, personal, promotional, success stories, whatever, to determine what they're going to create. I do not do that. I do not have buckets like that. Because I'm starting with my podcast at the top of my flywheel. And again, if this isn't making sense to you, then you need to read my last newsletter and you need to listen to my last podcast. So I can include all of these things at once in a podcast because I'm not limited by like so many characters in a tweet. So I don't have to focus just on educational or just on promotional. I'm recording, you know, like a 20-minute podcast. I can include lots of things in 20 minutes. Plus, I don't think people want to listen to an episode that's all promotional or just full of success stories. Like, I want to break it down to include a lot of things to give you a solid takeaway. Now, I did used to do something on social media. It was a theme on Tuesdays, and I called it Testimonial Tuesday, but I'm going to offer a little bit more when I share something like a testimonial. So for example, this weekend, and I'll share this exact social media share in my newsletter, I had a successful event with a client of mine, Midas. And I shouldn't say I had a successful event. It was really my um, director of operations, Robin Marie, because she did all of the heavy lifting. My team is my everything and they keep me sane. So at this event, we were able to get a local radio station and a local newspaper to come out and talk about the grand opening of this store. And instead of just sharing hey, look at what we did for our clients. I shared, hey, look at what we did for our clients. And here are two things that helped make it happen. And then I go on to explain that. Again, if you just subscribe at MediaMavenNews.com, you can see what that looks like on Thursday in the next newsletter that I put out. So instead of picking from an educational or inspirational bucket, The topics that I choose when I think of what I'm going to record a podcast about, they're going to be things that bring my audience value. And if you want to call them buckets full of ideas, then that's fine. The buckets would be these five things. When I look at the content I create, I feel like they fall within these five buckets. Number one, How to earn media exposure without spending money on ads. I talk about that a lot. So I can talk about different clients, different forms of media, before, during, and after. Like there's a lot that I can include in bucket one. Number two, how to get media exposure from the content you create. I feel like this is something that Katie kind of did for me because she shared something that was in my newsletter and she gave me exposure on her platform from content I created. So this could be an SEO factor, a social media factor, it could be contributed articles, there's lots of things in bucket two. Number three, behind the scenes of my business and client work. So I just gave you the example of how Media Maven landed a press hit. I can talk about how I run my business, like how I pay my team, for example. I can talk about how we get leads, how we get clients. I just posted a behind-the-scenes of me doing a segment for a a show on Lifetime. I did that on Friday. And on my Instagram, you can see a behind-the-scenes of that. That's at Christina all day. Number four entrepreneur life in general. I can talk about working from home, productivity, learning resources. And number five, this one I feel is very niche to me, what I'm learning from the books I'm reading. I'm always reading a nonfiction and a fiction book, and I like to share what I get from the nonfictions with you. So as an example, Atomic Habits is coming up soon. You will see a podcast episode on that, and then you will see how I use that podcast episode to implement everything else in my flywheel. Okay, so let me break that down. I'm starting with the topic and then I'm looking at what are five different categories where I could put content in? What are the general overarching themes that I talk about? Five of them. And that is how I create the topic. Okay, step one. Moving on to step two, finding the ideas. We have the general overarching topics, but we need to have lots of different ideas under those topics. So I want to get as specific as I can because I don't know about you, but I am so over reading a newsletter or listening to a podcast where I'm hearing the same generic stuff over and over again, and I am not leaving with something to add to my to do list, or an aha moment, or a reminder, like oh, that's been on my list of things to do for a while. I need to execute it, and this podcast or this newsletter or this social media post helped made me realize that. So you want to share things that no one's heard before, and you do it. You want to do it while telling a story, because stories are what resonate with people more, and. This part of me sharing finding ideas is exactly how you want to pitch the media. So try to think of this as pitching a podcast to be a guest. Again, you want to share things no one has heard before, and you want to do it while telling a story. If you can do that, your talking points are going to be in tip-top shape when you're pitching a podcast. So for that, let me break down the different ways I find ideas on the topics I'm considering. I look at my personal experience. What's working? What's not working? What I've learned from it? Number two, what social media posts of mine are popular? Which ones have the highest engagement that people are talking about? I recently posted something. I actually wasn't the originator of the post. Somebody posted something on Twitter about how they just got a reply from a pitch they sent for a client three months ago, and I reshared it on my Twitter, and I said something like, yes, this is why, you know, you have to have a contract that's at least six months long. These things take time, yada, yada, yada. And then from there, I got a lot of comments from other publicists telling similar stories of like, oh, I didn't get a response till this much later, and this is why. So I'm probably going to turn that and share all of those sources and the things they said on an upcoming podcast, which will then be refurbished into social media posts, and you'll get a little bit more in the newsletter. Number three, social media posts that I interact with. Give credit and mention or tag the original poster. This is exactly what Katie did. Katie got an idea from my newsletter. She gave me credit and she tagged me. On LinkedIn. And now here I am talking about it and giving her props after she gave me props. Like, do you see how this is a big flywheel? It's a big wheel. One thing leads to another and it just keeps on rolling. Another way to find ideas is look at other people's content, look at their social media, look at their newsletters. What are they talking about? just like I mentioned on Twitter. I shared that person's content because it resonated with me. I had something to say and it snowballed into more ideas and more things that I could go back to the drawing board with and expand upon. Number five, look at what's trending. What's trending on social media? What's trending on the news? Again, this is another great tip for pitching the media Any journalist will tell you, if you're going to pitch me, pitch me something that's trending. It's got to be relevant. And then finally, number six, industry news. I like to bookmark popular industry blogs. What are people talking about in the marketing space? Do you know I'm a newsletter junkie? So I get a lot of newsletters about marketing, about newsletters, about podcasts, about all the things. So again, these are the six ways I find ideas to kind of file under those topic buckets my personal experiences, my popular social media posts, other social media posts that I interact with, other people's content that I see, what's trending, and industry news, okay? The third thing I do after that is research. This is where your content is going to get better. It is research. For me, this would be, again, for my podcast. I would research it once and put it on my podcast because this is my starting long-form piece of content. So to research a topic, I can read books, articles, look at data, look at infographics. Again, an infographic is something I can explain to you on the podcast, but in my newsletter, you're actually going to see it and probably have a better takeaway. I can look at studies and reports. I can look at current news. So depending on your niche, Where you do your research, it's going to be different from where I do mine, but it will make your content stronger, just like it makes your media pitches stronger. So for example, I'm going to give you a media pitch example, but this is what made the content stronger and what helped her get a segment within three hours of being in my media mentoring program, okay? So Jessica Stansberry wanted to earn coverage about women making money from home. So obviously it's a great topic. It's very relevant. It's very trendy. But it can't just live on its own because it's just one of those things like it is what it is. So we did some research and we found – Within the last couple of weeks of pitching that story, we found a study with data that said four in 10 women are breadwinners of their household. So because we had that data, that was proof, that was hard news, it made the content much more newsworthy. So that is where research is going to come into play. So again, You can look at things like books, articles, data, infographics, studies and reports, current news. This is where Google is your friend. And a little trick I have is when you go to Google and you search something, filter two things, filter news and filter the time to about the past month. Because you don't want to find news from three years ago that tells you how many women in their household are breadwinners because it's going to be outdated. So that is what helps keep your research fresh, keeps your content more newsworthy, and just keeps it more relevant for your podcast listeners, your newsletter readers, your social media followers, wherever you're sharing content. The last step is writing or recording or whatever your starting point is. I obviously record first, but I am following bullet points. I'm following notes because that is how I record my podcast. I don't like to script everything. I learned working in news a long time ago that when it comes to doing a live shot and just speaking off the cuff without something like a teleprompter, that you just need to have your bullet points. One. If you know the topic, you're good. You can just talk on it. The bullet points are just there to keep you on track. And two, you don't want to sound like a robot. I learned when I first started reading a teleprompter at the anchor desk that it was very hard to sound conversational. And that's something that takes a lot of practice. And you can... Notice this. I mean, I'm sure you've listened to other podcasts or you've seen YouTube videos where it's very obvious the person you're watching or listening to is reading from a script. They just don't sound conversational. That's a reason that, well, it's one reason I don't like to write a full script. Plus, I just like to talk. I'm not going to spend so much time writing a script when I just kind of riff and follow my bullet points and say what I want to say. So this is what the writing process looks like for me because, again, I start with the podcast. I have those bullet points that act as a guide for me. But moving forward, I think I am going to come up with a template to input those bullet points. So I want that template to be and, – and maybe you want this template for you too when it comes to social media, your newsletter, your podcast, wherever you're creating content – to follow this kind of cadence. Number one, I want to tell you what I'm going to talk about. Number two, I'm going to tell you why you should care because maybe you don't know why you should care. So you're not going to hang out until I tell you why. Number three, why you may not be succeeding now. This isn't something that I did today. I... Totally forgot, honestly, about incorporating this template until I got to this point in my notes here. (laughs) But why you may not be succeeding now? Because you don't know where to begin. It's overwhelming. There's so many things to do. You don't have a system. I should have mentioned that near the top. And then I'm going to hook you again. And then after that hook, which is probably just going to be one little sentence in the form of a headline, I'm going to list the tangible things to do. And that is the... Main part of this podcast. Those first four things, what I'm going to talk about, why you should care, why you may not be succeeding, and the hook, that's going to take up a little bit of space or time. Where you're going to see your investment in time is going to be that list of tangible things to do. So after I record the podcast, And now I'm kind of getting into the description of my flywheel a little bit, taking you behind the scenes, which if you're on my newsletter, you saw this visually. After I record this podcast, I turn the bullet points into show notes, and then I post it on my website so the episode can live there too. I don't just want it on the podcast. I also want it on my website. And then I post transcripts. That's a new thing that I'm doing. So those are on the website if you go to becomeamediamaven.com you can see those. And I am making this easy with Cast Magic. I will leave an affiliate link to Cast Magic in the show notes. But Cast Magic makes it super easy because I just upload the audio. They give me the transcript. They write show notes. They give me ideas for social media posts for every form of social media. If I want to turn it into a video, they give me a video script. Obviously, this stuff needs a little bit of your editing. It is AI. AI does not have a personality. AI does not capitalize Media Maven because AI does not know that is my business name. So you do have to go through and make some tweaks. But let me tell you, it is a time saver. And I think I paid less than $200 for the entire year. So check out Cast Magic if you are creating any form of audio or video content to make it easy to repurpose. Okay, so from there, I will pull bits and pieces from the transcript and show to create different kinds of social media posts. First, I tease the show the day before to prompt people to listen. So on Monday, you'll see like, hey, tomorrow I have this podcast coming out. And then I make it evergreen by sharing just general value from the show. So instead of saying, hey, listen to this podcast tomorrow, I can link to the episode that lives on my website, and I can say, wondering what kind of content to create, here's my four step system. So it's not dependent on a podcast episode coming out tomorrow. You can get that content anytime. And these posts, obviously, um, they live longer because I put them in Agora Pulse. And I can set it and forget it there. So I will also leave my affiliate link to Agora Pulse in the show notes for this episode. I don't spend a lot of time creating content for social media because Agora Pulse has this thing called a queue. And you can try it out for 30 days for free with my affiliate link so you can see how it works. But say you have 100 posts Right, So say I put, I'm obviously not going to put the post of listen to the podcast tomorrow into the queue because that's very time specific. I'm going to schedule that the Monday before this comes out. But if I have, hey, here's how I find my topics, that's post one. Post two is this is how I find my ideas for social media content. Post three could be this is how I research what I'm going to put out on my podcast And then post four could be this is how I take my notes to deliver a very enticing and engaging podcast episode. Whatever. There's four posts. They're evergreen. They can be relevant anytime. I'm going to put them in a queue. So say I just added those four posts to 96 others that were there. By the time I get to post 100, it's going to start back again at post one. And it's going to recycle. And nobody is going to know you posted this thing before. Even if they think it looks familiar, trust me, they've seen 2 million things since then and they have totally forgotten. I've seen so many stories, especially recently, of people saying, oh, look, this person repurposes the exact same thing every two months and it gets more engagement every time. Because not only do people forget, but you're going to have new followers. You're going to have new people Finding you and listening to you. And even if they're the same followers, besides just not remembering what they saw months ago, they may be in a different part of their life or their business. So, what you posted before wasn't relevant to them, but it's relevant now. So, they're paying more attention. That's why I love just putting stuff in the queue. I don't have to worry about what I'm going to post every day because I already know that something quality is going out because it's in my queue. Okay. So then I have my newsletter Well, I will go deep on one thing mentioned or one thing related. I've already mentioned a couple of ways in this episode how in my newsletter, I am going to go deeper and you're actually gonna see stuff or hear things that I alluded to in this episode, but just because it's an audio platform, you can't. Um, And because I just feel like I don't wanna get in the weeds, I kind of wanna stay on track of the content creation process. I don't wanna get too specific on too many things because I don't want to overwhelm you in this episode. So for example, in my newsletter on Thursday in two days, if you are listening to this in real time, I'm going to show you how I turned all of this into a standard operating procedure. So you're going to see what this looks like visually in my Google suite. And I may do a video walkthrough. I may do screen grabs. haven't decided yet. So again, if you're not subscribed and you want to actually visually see what I'm talking about, then do so at mediamavennews.com. Now remember, this is important to me because it also serves as my lead generator. When I look at how I get my leads, it is from my content. Now the only thing I'm leaving out that does bring me leads is being a guest on podcasts. And I have been very laxed about pitching myself to be a guest on podcasts For the past couple of years, if I've been on a podcast, it's because I've been approached um, and I need to get back into pitching myself. But that's another podcast for another day. I just wanted to be transparent about that. So if you're not already subscribed to my newsletter, go to MediaMavenNews.com to make sure you are getting even more strategies to grow your business without using ads. And again, I'm going to get more visual with this. I feel like it'll help you understand it a little bit more. And um, I will also mention something that will lead me to the next podcast episode. So it's a little tease of sorts. And then after that, as you know, if you were here with me last week, I will start the flywheel all over again because that little tease in the newsletter will lead me to my next podcast. And that is how I've systematized this whole content creation thing. Again, one thing that is missing, besides me pitching podcasts because that's not really content creation, that's more the media relations side of things, is that I don't have short form video because I don't have the camera on anymore when I record this podcast. That is on my long-term list of things to do. I would like to have amazing editing for these episodes, put them on YouTube, become a YouTube star of sorts. (laughs) Kidding, not kidding about that. But um, I just think YouTube is amazing because it is a search engine and it's so easy to find things. And then the short form video is doing amazing on social right now. So I do want to pick that up in the future. Because this was a lot, I just wanna go through quickly. Think of this as like a funnel, okay? We're gonna start at the top of the funnel with topics. Pick five different topics that you usually talk about. And then right under that, you wanna find ideas. You can find ideas through your personal experiences, what's popular on social media that you're posting, what other people are posting on social media that you like, other people's content, whether that be from their books, from their newsletters, from their podcasts, from their social media, use that as inspiration. Look at what's trending currently in the news and then look at your industry news. That's where you can find ideas for all of the topics you talk about. And then under there, you're gonna do some research, get some data, get some numbers, get something that's very current and newsworthy. And then under there, you're gonna write. And I am going to start following the template of what I'm gonna talk about, why you should care, why you may not be succeeding now. I'm gonna hook you again real quick, and then I'm gonna share that list of tangible things to do and try to import and input some storytelling there. That is it. Please make sure to get a little bit more on this topic. You are subscribed to my newsletter at MediaMavenNews.com. And again, Thank you so much to Katie Stoller. She is from Influencer Insider Guide. I appreciate your love on LinkedIn. And hey, if we're not connected there, then I am also gonna link to my LinkedIn in the show notes for this episode. I'll also link to Katie. I will share the post that um, that she so generously shared where she tagged me. All right, that is it. That was a biggie. That was a biggie. If you want the show notes, go to becomeamediamaven.com and it will all be laid out there. And again, I will see you on Thursday in the newsletter and again Tuesday for a new episode of Become a Media Maven. Thanks for being here.